Hello, beautiful friends. And for those that don't know me, my name is Rafaela Rusiniaga from Kusula Consulting, and we're doing a 21-day setting the stage for change. Today's the second day. <clears throat> I'm just doing a sound check to see if everything's working correctly. Um, a few people showed up um, yesterday live. But most people are asking me where the recordings are. As soon as um, we have some time, we'll put them up on YouTube as well. So we'll put the whole 21 days together in a playlist so you can actually watch them you know, one after another. And by the time you get to the end of them, you'll have a clear bird's view perspective of each and every single element that is currently creating your reality, currently creating your experience that which you're assuming needs to change. So why I'm doing these um, short videos every single day is that you can have just enough information where you can begin to notice what is already happening, what is already happening, so you can see from where the perception of change needs to occur. All right? So the main assumption so this is important <laughs> the main assumption the fundamental assumption the collective belief assumption is that the way we feel is caused by an outside factor is caused by somebody else, is caused by certain circumstances. And it is really easy to believe this. Still to this day, I fall into that. And I'll even tell you why, at some point, why that experience is so important, because it really makes us feel that we're li literally living in such a, in a magnificent reality where we can start to grasp how important we really are. So the idea of us experiencing circumstances and event in other people is all there for us to wake up to who we really, really are. So this is not a mistake. This is not something you're doing wrong. It's not something that the universe is doing wrong. It is not, there is no wrong doing here. It is just a matter of seeing, recognizing, noticing, things as they are, as they are, and not how we believe they are. So let's take, let's take a few steps slowly. Let's get into this slowly. Let's get into this in a doable matter. All right. So let's get down to the base foundation. How is it that you're currently experiencing? Now, yesterday I asked you to write down everything you perceive in your life that is missing, lacking, or not sufficient in some way, that is making you feel unhappy, that has brought you to the conclusion that something needs to change. Did I say that correctly? Did that hit a nail on the head? Something, a list of things, 
short list, a long list, whatever it is that you wrote down on that list, is your experience that if it were any different, you would be happy. If we change those things on the list, we change those things on the list. If we change those things on your list, if those things were changed, you would be happy. Just let that settle in, that those things on your list is the obstacle, the limitation, the separation from you and what you perceive, your ideal point, your ideal state of being. If those things were different, I would be so happy. I would be free. I would be free from worry. I would be able to feel such appreciation for life. I'd be able to love everyone and everyone around me. I'd be in utter joy, freedom, freedom from worry, freedom from anxiety, freedom from frustration, freedom from fear, freedom from lack. I've just mentioned words that describe a feeling, an emotion, a sensation. And because of those sensations, you have come to the conclusion that things need to change. What are you really saying is that I am tired of feeling disempowered. I am tired of feeling fearful. I am tired of feeling guilty. I am tired of feeling pessimistic. I am tired of feeling frustration. I am tired of feeling bondage. Because the circumstances that you have written on your list, the situations, the events, all give you a feeling. When you think about it, when you focus on it, when you wrote it down, it gives you a feeling. Now, it's the feeling that brings you to desire that thing to change. It's not the thing, it's the way you feel about the thing. Now, when I realized that, my biggest problem was health at some point in my life. My health was in jeopardy. I'd wake up every morning in utter fear, fear of what would happen. And my mind kept telling you, if I don't go to the doctor and if I don't get that operation and if I don't do that, things are going to get worse. And so I looked at my mind and I said, there is nothing I can do that can ease the train of thought. But then I discovered thanks to a lovely dear friend at the time, um, for those that haven't read her book, Anita Murjani, um, Dying to Be Me, I would suggest it if health is one of um, the issues that you're dealing with. She helped me a great deal. She wasn't famous at the time, so she, she took the time to talk to me every day. Um, thanks to Anita, she identified the fact is that 
how I was feeling about my illness, about my health situation. And that indication, that pointing to, do I have to change my physical circumstances in order to feel healthy again? Or can I just go directly to the feeling? And that's why I sent today the emotional scale. Because I had that emotional scale up on my wall for months. And it helped me a great deal. And it took me a while to figure out exactly what I was doing. But now, after so many years, and you don't have to go through that for so many years because everyone else has done this journey. We have so many of us that took the time and now have become coaches and teachers and some sort of we and the only thing that what we want to share is man now that i see it so clearly look guys just do it like this this is what i realized this is what i realized here and look this is what i noticed there and that's the aha moment there and that's the actual point if you do not have these aha moments these realizations these noticing notice just notice Notice the mind. Notice your emotions. Allow them to be. I felt utter despair because of my health situation. So what did I do? I allowed myself to feel the despair. Yes, it felt agonizing, but I allowed to. I allowed myself. There were people around me that it was just too much for them to see me. So I did it in the intimacy of my own home. I didn't pick up the phone and phone anyone. I allowed it because it's, it's, you must understand that some people are not comfortable with negative emotions. Why? Because we've been trained that if you're angry, get out of my sight. If you're sad, I don't want to see that. Get out of my sight. It's really hard to be in the presence of someone that is currently sitting in this vibrational negativity it's hard for someone else to actually be in that presence and I get it so I did it on my own I allowed myself to climb up that emotional that emotional scale and we must get into our heads that whatever you're feeling in that lower part I, I highlighted it in red if you don't know where it is just go to the Kusala consulting closed group you can download it from there or it's in the post underneath the event, setting the stage um, for change. I put it down in the, I made a post of it, so you can download it from there. It's a PDF. I would recommend printing it out. If you don't have a printer, copy it out. And that was really important for me to see, because at this point, we're not aware of our thoughts. That's fine. We'll get there. But what is evident, what made you write down that list yesterday, is how you feel. You know how you feel. Notice it. Notice it. But the fact is that when you're feeling sad or you're feeling despair, what would be the relief to actually live it out and cry? Crying is a bad thing, apparently. We keep ourselves in check. Don't cry. Come on, things will get better. Don't cry. No, if that's the sensation that comes up, allow that. It's not you crying it is the energy wanting to release itself and if you watched my 21 days remembering how to breathe it can help if you watch them that our bodies through our breath release trapped energy your emotions are energy your emotions are sensations it is a movement of energy inside of you 
So when you look at one of your one of your items on the list, one of my items on the list is I want to feel healthy again. That's my main concern. I wake up in the morning, that's all I can think about, my health or the lack of it, the lack of my health. And if I allow it and just stay in default mode like I used to be, I can just see that story go. The worst case scenario, the worst case scenario times 10, the worst case scenario getting worse and worse. So that, that was on my list. And I kept feeling bad about it, kept feeling bad. I felt like at some point there's nothing I can do. If I keep thinking it and feeling this way, it's just going to get worse and worse. I can see that. I noticed. I noticed that. Notice the infinite loop. When you notice the infinite loop, there's, there's an, a spontaneous feeling of surrendering to it. Well, that's the outcome. I must just feel despair. And at some point, I realized it dawned on me that after a week, I had not thought about my illness. I had not thought about my health at all. What did I do? I made a commitment that I've come to the conclusion that figuring it out with my mind isn't going to happen. I abandoned that task. I'm not going to be able to think my way out of this. And I have great appreciation for Anita for helping me out on that. There's no way you're going to think yourself out of any of those issues. Why? Because the quality of your thoughts is immersed in the state of being you're currently in. In the state of being that you're currently in, you are one in alignment with the problem. You're one in an alignment with the lack, with the missing. So whatever you come up in your mind as thoughts, is going to be of an equivalent frequency to your problem. So thinking your, your way out of it, you're not going to be able to do that. So I surrendered. I literally surrendered to it. So it occurred to me, how do I rendezvous with thoughts and ideas, like that light bulb effect, that can see the solution? that will inspire me to action. Obviously, I need to be in a different state of being. I need to feel differently. So how do I feel healthy when I've got a, a perfectly evident bill of health that is not good at all? So that indication was I'm not supposed to be happy. But hang on a minute. What if I am happy and unhealthy? Ooh, those two together, happy and unhealthy, that's never been heard of. Well, how can I feel abundant and have zero amount in my bank account? <gasps> the paradox happens. Are we actually talking about this? Are we actually talking about this? Yes, emotions, thoughts, and the results, they're not stuck to glue. They're not stuck in any way. It is not said we've been taught that you're meant to be sad if this is happening. You're meant to be in despair if that happened. If you did this, now this is the way you should feel about it. 
It's not like that. So let's take all the elements. There's something you're perceiving is lacking, is missing, and you're having an emotional reaction to it. You think about it and you feel that way. You think about it and you feel that way. You think about it, you write it down, you feel that way. So now, hang on a minute. I'm feeling that's what you want to change. I want to move uh, your, I want you to notice it's a, not the little thing on the list that needs to change. Because you believe if I change that little thing on the list, I tick it off and that's been sorted out, I can allow myself to feel differently about it. Who's the policeman here? Why do you only allow yourself to feel differently about your thing on the list if the little thing on the list has a tick next to it? It's been sorted out. We misdiagnosed. It's not true. You're fine. Oh, we've just transferred a million in your bank account. You're fine. Can you see the dependency on this? Can you see the conditional loving attitude we have towards ourselves? We are loving ourselves condition with condition. There needs to be a condition so I can feel love. There needs to be a condition in place so I can feel at ease. There needs to be a condition. Someone needs to forgive me for what I did so I can finally let this go. We're keeping ourselves in check. We're keeping ourselves in check and the people around us. You did that thing. You did that thing. Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself forever and ever and ever. Are you suffering from that? Oh my God, you must be devastated. It's in our language. Setting the stage for change. We need to look, notice things differently. You're not bound to any emotion. You can free yourself from the emotion by feeling it. So the list that you wrote out yesterday, now, look at your list and place them now on different pages and give them an indication how much they hurt you. 10 being the worst and one being the least. And now separate those things. A page for the ones that you feel like are 10, the ones that feel like a nine, the one that feel like an eight and so on, okay? So at this point, you should have a category of all the things that you perceive are missing, lacking, not good enough, something that is troubling you that there is there. That's the first indication, fine, let's look at it. So now you're creating your stage with all your props, with all your props there, all right? We're looking at the things that we believe must be different in our lives. And then next to it, give it a name. What emotion is it? Now this is clarity. I want, I'm inviting you to notice things that before you weren't noticing. Notice it. I've given you most of the names of the emotion on that list. 
and notice how you're feeling about them. It's the way you're looking at it that's making you feel that. And that emotion there needs to be felt. And the way I used to feel them is a loving gesture that I used to take time out of my day because this is a priority because if you don't change the way you're feeling about it energy doesn't move you're trapped and this is where breathing has helped me so much two elements really helped me breathing and meditating can you believe it the two most powerful things that help me are free and all they require is your presence you don't have to download an app. You don't have to buy anything. All it requires is your commitment. Making it a priority that no matter what happens, I'm going to sit here and allow myself to feel this feeling. And I did. I cried a lot. And just crying, you feel that relief. So in meditation, I allowed myself to feel the feeling. It's a trapped energy. It's something trapped and it's hooked. Every time you think about that. So let's let's give a let's give a color. So instead of saying your thing on the list, okay, I'm just gonna let's say it's blue. Every time I think of blue, I feel like this. Blue reminds me about this feeling. Blue reminds me about this feeling. All right, Blue, I surrender to you. I'm going to feel this feeling. Because wanting to solve Blue, what you're really saying is that I will never have to feel this feeling again. You're running away from it. You're like, that's it. No, 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 I don't want to feel that. So your, your actions and your daily routine is all strategizing to avoid ever bumping into blue, thinking about blue, so you can avoid feeling the feeling. So you are not in alignment with inspired action. Your action is conditioned because of blue. So you're trapped. You start feeling that you're stuck. You're stuck in this, in this maze. Because why? Because you're focused on avoiding blue. Oh, if only blue would be different. If only blue would be purple. Damn it. Now your whole strategy of life is rotated around avoiding blue. Avoiding that thing on your list. Because I'm not allowing myself to feel that feeling. Because I remember it felt awful. And that's what surrendering is. Feeling the feeling. Letting go surrender how many times have we heard that what are we really surrendering into a feeling that is and now if you look at it from a scientific point of view like a scientist does what is really happening there's something happening in the body there's energy flowing okay and then we we bump into a limiting thought a thought that separates something that identifies something is missing and now there's you stop breathing normally and so now you've your sympathetic nervous system gets into action, says, oh, my God, we're under threat. Stress hormones come into your body. And now your level of energy goes down. 
And are you feeling heavy? So now your whole system, you have now become the essence of that vibrational frequency, meaning one of those words on your emotional scale. You are now the embodiment of despair. You are now the embodiment of anger. You are now the embodiment of frustration. You are the whole of that. You are the perfect representation of it. So what are thoughts going to come through? So if you're the embodiment of anger, you're going to have thoughts, angry thoughts. Your actions are just going to be ready to snap at whoever pisses you off. Okay? And what, what is that indicating? It's indicating you've got to feel this feeling. You've got to feel this feeling. And until you don't feel it, you won't move from there. That's why it's called an emotional scale. And as you take resistance off, where you're not, and what is the resistance is you deciding, I don't want to feel it. If you allow yourself to feel it, ooh, resistant, and you just go. So it's like that metaphor of the cork, that if you hold it underwater, it'll stay there. But if you just let go, pop. So what is the holding on to? Holding on to, I must avoid feeling this feeling. Just feel it. Just feel it. So setting the stage for change is that introducing this new mechanism in the sense this knee-jerk reaction to avoiding to feel it, Oh, let's just fix this so I don't have to feel it. Let's fix this so I don't have to feel it. Let's fix this so I don't have to feel it. After you've cried, you will feel relief. Then check the emotional scale. Where are you now? I'm angry. Okay, cool. And now? Oh, I'm not supposed to feel anger. Who said so? Feel the anger. You know what I did? I wrote some angry letters. I never sent them, but I wrote them. I held on to pillows and, oh, and I got tired. But I allowed myself to feel it. And then I went to check the emotional scale again. Where am I? Frustration. And I carried on writing. This is where I realized I, I write really well. And frustration, aggravation, and you feel it. And your body, and you feel relief again. And you just, and then you go back to the emotional scale. Where am I now? And it occurred to me that maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I had moved. I said, wow, look where I was. I was crying my heart out. Now look at me. I, I proved to myself that I can move myself emotionally. And I carried on going. I was determined to see how I, I actually went to the, got to the point that the very thing I was angry about, I ended up being able to see. I ended up being able to see compassion and love for that very thing. Because I kept getting different levels of 
frequency that allowed me to see from a higher perspective. And all of a sudden, the, the frequency where I was that only allowed me to see the problem, and while moving up the emotional scale, I started to see from a higher perspective. Now I'm seeing the exact same thing with different eyes in a completely different frequency. I'm looking at it and I'm seeing it completely like. And so there I began. I began living my life as if I had never been diagnosed with anything. I said, what can I do today? And I, and I started learning how to cook. And then I started making up things like, what can I do with that? And then I started writing as if, you know, if these are my last days here, what, what do I want to be? What can I leave behind? Oh, let me start writing a book. Okay. And then I started writing and then I started playing more with my cats. And then I started organizing things and, you know, giving away that, packing away this. And, and it was just like ah, reminding myself of what I can actually do. And obviously that was seven years ago and I'm here talking to you, but that was one of my greatest challenges. I have another two, which I'll share with you along these 21 days. But I hope that just by this 20 minute chat, I've inspired you some way in just creating space where you can begin to notice what is happening within you, what you can do about it and the doing is about literally allowing yourself to release that which the mind has been so stubbornly concerned about helping you avoid feeling. Give in. Take the time in the intimacy of your own home when no one's bothering you or giving you their input and judgments and criticizes and, and their input of anything. This is something between you and you. It is simply you recognizing resistance and letting it go. Use that emotional scale. It helped me a lot. Look at it, feel for it. Tomorrow we'll be here again. So for today, take your list, organize them in different levels of pain that when you think about them, so you'll have different 10 different columns from 10 being the worst and one being the least ones were the ones they're not nothing there's something there that can be released why not all right and just look start with the smaller ones and see what you can do and tomorrow we'll carry on so the first part is that first we identify what it is that we perceive is hurting now the next one is that you actually feel that you can Feel the very feeling that you've been avoiding all this time. Because now you understand that is not the, the thing on your list that needs to change. is how you feel about it. And the moment you feel differently about it, 
in these 21 days, you will be, be the testimony of how now you're looking at it and if you still see it the same way. So everyone doing this 21 day will be the feedback. I won't be telling you. You'll be telling me what the outcome is. And if you don't do it, we won't know. So are we wasting 21 days? You tell me at the end. And if we're not doing it, if you're not going to be doing it, you'll never know. That's the reasoning I sit with myself. I'm going to take time to do it this way. Because doing it that way is always bringing me back to the same spot. Everyone kept talking about letting go, surrendering, letting go, surrender, letting go, surrender. And I said, what the hell am I surrendering? It was just oblivious to me. It was just like, what, what am I surrendering? Oh, this, this, I'm sorry. All right. So get your list, divide them to the degree that it's hurting. And begin with the ones that you feel that you can. And if you have any difficulty, just drop me a line. I'll be happy to walk, walk you through it. Have a great day, guys. See you tomorrow.